This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. This week everyone was downloading the new big app, Threads. Not me though. My ex-boyfriend is the Thread server. Brings back bad memories. Yup, he had the grasshopper dick. No thank you. Our IP live cast starts. Now. No good grasshopper dick. So am I correct in it? I'm trying to process the world that's been posited here by Shannon, which is that robots, although they exist in the cloud and she's technically an AI, there's some corporeal form where they bang the shit out of each other and the males have a penis and the women have a vagina. Is this yes, correct? They have, they have digital male and female parts. I see. So, so there, there is a physical Shannon walking around somewhere with a vagina. A vagina. No. Vagina. It's, it's digital. Oh. Something it's about bandwidth. the cloud. Right. I got you. I don't know. There's a movie in here somewhere. Welcome to RIP Alivecast. It is Saturday, July 8th. Rob here with Sid and Darren. Hello. Beautiful Saturday morning. A great time to hang out and banter. Rob, you're looking very tan, I have to say. Mm. Thank you. I've been hitting the beach. Mm. It's it's the beach season, and I've been trying to go a few mornings a week when I'm not doing BJJ. I actually uh, snuck in a beach sesh before. Did you say this PB&J? <laughs> BBJ. BJJ. 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 <laughs> BJJ. I know I'm confused. Damn it. BMJ. Big black Jews. Um, no, that's what, I mean, listen, Rob's very tan. I wouldn't call him black. <laughs> uh, it is a little depressing because there's been some smoke over the water. Uh, oh, last isn't week that a song? On the yeah. beach. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but this time <laughs> it's climate change no. and it sucks. Is it the wildfires? Or, uh, I don't, I'm not quite sure. It's this weird fog over the, the beach and the water. Haven't and, there also uh, been shark attacks reported, like in Long Island? Oh, yeah. Say what? Yeah, but Be I care like for every, every season. I'm not afraid of sharks. Just stay inside. What? Hey, that is... Hey, I'm not afraid of sharks. What about all the good things, sharks? <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like uh, I went on a uh, uh, snorkeling thing in Miami a few years ago. And it was like a one-hour ride to the site from the, you know, from South Beach, from where we were staying, and we went on the ride with our guide, who was this fresh out of college graduate girl, uh, in like marine biology, and she was so excited about her job that she literally told us every fact about sharks and was essentially like sharks are uh, humans are not natural prey for sharks they they would not attack you unless they feel attacked that's misleading uh, that's from what i understand about sharks because sharks do that is true that sharks do not are not interested in eating human beings but mm-hmm. what they do is that they they they're like cats like they play with their their surroundings like they they will investigate something Mm, and the way they investigate things is they use their teeth and rip it apart (laughs) and you will be that you will be the the thing that the cat plays with the 
they have very sensitive noses. So if a shark does approach you, just bop it on the nose and it'll run the hell away. I don't believe that. So that's my strategy. I mean, oh, I didn't realize I didn't realize you were a marine biologist there. No, no, no. Are you questioning this random marine biologist I I talked to five years ago? Is that what I'm understanding now, Terry? I'm questioning your interpretation of your interaction. Ah, That's fair. Because 100% you were stoned when she told you these things. Absolutely not. I was 100% sober. This was Schober. Uh, this was after Schober. Oh, I, I'm not Schober. I'm not Schober now. <laughs> Schober is when you only take one hit before starting the podcast. That's you being Schober. Uh, before we proceed, just in case you're a new listener, I want to I want to explain a reference that Rob just made. That's very old. It comes from this drop. But what about all the good things Hitler did? <laughs> Back in Rob's edge lord days. Okay. Okay. Oh, did you have more? Well, I googled it uh, while while you guys were jumping down my throat. I did not. Mm. Very polite uh, addition. And according to the New York Times, which obviously we can trust, uh, the uh, the nose is not the most sensitive part of the shark. Uh It's the clit. they claim uh, <laughs> and you gotta sit it. there and find the shark's clit it, oh my god it's massive darren don't worry well it's, it's the eye, eyes and gills oh that's their luck. clit <laughs> that's a well, weird very fingerable the eyes and gills are the most sensitive parts is what I'm they're saying so okay so it's saying aiming for the nose which is not known to be a weak spot is considered a bad idea and then this zoologist says the reason is if you miss the snout its mouth is right under it yeah and boom <laughs> Oh, yeah. The most sensitive part of your dick. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Leaked audio of Rob's phone call with a shark. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I'm not. I feel I don't swim that far. I really look. If a shark wants to get a bite of me, fine. It's fine. I'll live. I'll be fine. Will you? Sure. This is like well, maybe the half dozenth time you've said something on here that indicates you don't care whether you die or not. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like you said, I'm that a not lot. going. But really, though, like the the odds here are so small that I'm not going to limit my enjoyment. And like going for a swim is literally one of the greatest pleasures in my life. So I would not deny myself that for the rare possibility you know, that a shark might nibble on my skin. Pools don't have sharks in them typically. Mm-hmm. That's true, but most most pools in New York are not outdoors, and I enjoy looking Russian at the people. sky. Now, well, the beach also has old Russian people, so it's not like uh, <laughs> it cancels yeah. it out. I'm, I would never suggest you don't go in the water. I think what Sid and I are saying is have your shark preparation skills honed to something more than a five-year-old conversation with a marine biologist. Yeah. Be ready. Uh, Be certainly. ready. Do they teach I, I, you that I, I, in BBJ? Uh, it, no, be JJ. They do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what but, about uh, PB and J? They... <laughs> they 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 teach you to be even. You know, an even amount of PB and J. <laughs> I see. Don't stone like lump a big lump of Skippy in there. <laughs> yeah, or like a big one of the chunks with the nuts. You gotta like yeah. really knife it in. This is a shitty conversation. <laughs> chunks with nuts. Peanut peanut butter. <laughs> can look like shit so if we're off the the shark thing now i have a little bit of a story to tell you because i i a couple of weeks ago i think you asked me if i'd ever been hit on by a man and i remembered that it just happened recently it slipped my mind while we were talking about it uh but i was doing i do one of these leagues um like a softball league that's a gay league the most pleasant experience everyone there is so nice 
Are there any fun, ironic team names in the gay league, or just? Uh, it's game? like I feel like it's more retro type names, like the Hellcats, you know, and like the like they're the Divas. I feel like it's, it's not. They're not it's what I'm les- looking for. It's lesbians <laughs> and uh, there's no like sexual. They're trying to be very classy. I feel like, mm-hmm. but I would say like more pop culture gay type names, you know, like the women, the the women's teams, the lesbian teams are all like uh, sort of <laughs> sound like. Uh, Roger Corman movies, you know, whatever. I don't remember uh, if I mentioned this previously on the podcast, but I remember I was at a diner once and a lesbian softball team was having lunch at the table mm-hmm. next to us. And uh, their team name was the last licks. Oh, that's very clever. That's great. Yeah. I enjoy that. Cause that's a baseball reference and a pussy eating. reference. <laughs> yeah, together. exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so I got, so I, I was running guys. I think it was one day we did the show and I had to like leave the show and race to this field. Mm-hmm. So I got, but, but somehow I lucked out and I got there still a little bit early. I was there about 20 minutes early. So this is a bunch of, they start at 9am. So I'm just sitting there watching the game, hanging out, drinking water. And I'm at the end of the dugout and this guy comes down to me and he's like probably, I don't know, 55, but like a young looking 55 with a white beard thin. He looked like uh, like older Anderson Cooper, I would say. Okay. Like Anderson Cooper's dad or something. Very nice guy. He's just, just started chatting me up. Like he was very clearly flirting with me, but it wasn't like it was very pol- like old school flirting. It was like, you know making a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I was so inclined in that direction, I would have said, well, this is a nice guy. Maybe I can get to know this person as opposed to like oppressive hitting. Yeah. You know? So I, well, like I was fine with it. I was just having a nice long conversation talking about like Broadway shows and everything. He seemed like very intrigued that I like Broadway shows as if <laughs> not in the that sense that like the tell. not in the sense that we have a shared interest, but this might be a green flag for me to proceed into mm-hmm. the, you know, pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, were there but, were are there any shows in particular you discussed? Oh, this I can't remember the actual conversation. It was something. It, no, it was something he had just seen, and mm. I I said, oh, I mentioned that I might want to see that, and mm. then he was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's a twist to this. So there's a twist to this because I think he was a a gay MAGA. Oh no, was one of the what? gay Republicans. I think I'm guessing because I can't. Because I came off as an outdoor field, but I came off the train and the bus, and I had my mask on because I wear that. I don't really wear it outside anymore, but I wear it when I'm indoors or in a cramped space, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had it. I was doing the chin strap thing because I just didn't. I forgot. I wasn't like in my head to take mm-hmm. it off. I was running to get there, and then I got into this conversation. So I have the chin strap on, and he goes, uh, "At the middle of the conversation, you don't you don't have to wear that mask. You know that, right?" And I said, well, what do you mean? I'm not wearing it. It's outside. I just forgot to, you know, and I start taking it off. And he goes, yeah, but it's really not necessary. You know, he's just like, I was like, well, what? <laughs> this guy's giving me a lecture. And it was like the same thing about the story I told at the at City Field. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, doctors say. And I was like, well, yeah, Bob, my doctor says I should wear it. So I'm just going to listen. Well, you know, but, you know, there, there was a whole thing about the, 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 the big pharmaceutical companies just wanted to scare you into wearing a mask. And he started oh, giving boy. me this whole lecture. About, this was the Mets guy or the, the no? This was the the gay guy that was hitting. Oh, him. Okay, he downshifted oh. into you don't really don't need a mask, and uh, and then he he was about I think he was about to go into vaccines or a hoax. Like he kind of tiptoed around the edge of that, and I was like, all right, I got to go do my game. Uh, and so in his mind, he probably thinks that he fully had you ready to bang mm. until he did that and he blew oh. it. You think so? Yes. Maybe, maybe like he overreached, like he should have waited till the first date. Uh huh. Maybe. 
<laughs> Maybe. I never uh, indicated no, by the way. Yeah. I never said no. I was trying to be polite. First of all, because I work in this league, and who knows what if the like you know same thing with a man and a woman. Like if if a a, a woman's interested in a man, and they say the wrong thing, the per you don't know. There might be a perfectly nice guy, but he might be a crazy person. Yeah. So I was trying to be polite and not have you know. Then I got to do this league, and this person goes, "You piece of shit," and he's angry at me or whatever. So I was trying to be nice. So I didn't outright say no. I'm not interested, yeah. but. Maybe Have you seen him yes. since? Have you done this league since? I did not see him since. Okay. I think it ended cordially anyway. Like I was mm. like, oh, I got to go to my game now. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. See you later. Was he all? Oh, there, oh or was he like, just okay, around? okay. Here's here's a little pamphlet with some information on why you can't <laughs> trust those shots. <laughs> I left out a, a detail. The the way that 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 started, I it was. Uh, he said. You know, you shouldn't cover up your pretty face with the mask. That's oh. oh, that's the most important. I was gonna say, like that's nothing, nothing here starts like a like nothing in this story hits me like a flirtation. It could just be an innocent conversation. Right? No, no, no. Uh, he, he but said that, yeah, that changes everything. <laughs> he said that, and he said something else about. He said he made two overt compliments to me, and they were like old mm -hmm. man compliments. None of it was like oh, a nice ass or. Anything. Did he say you were a handsome man? It was something like that. Yeah, it was like Dorensky guy. Very much so. Uh, that just reminded me of a story from Toronto that I didn't mention previously. I forgot to mention it, but uh, I went to uh, a bathhouse there because oh, it's okay. a very liberal city. You went to a uh, bathhouse for the purposes of a bath, you're saying? Uh, I mean, most kind of mostly, but you know, the anything anything above that is a nice added bonus. But after two days of walking for like eight miles a day, I absolutely wanted to hop into a jacuzzi and get those jets, okay. <laughs> like massaging my back. Like that I was my only, that was I'm the thing sorry. I most wanted to do at the the bath. But if somebody wants to help you wash yeah. your cock and balls, great. I only ask yeah. you that because it, it seems to me in the past when you've gone to a banyo or whatever, you have mm. said, like, listen, I'm a gay guy, but I really just want the fucking banya. Yeah. Like, I remember you having Well, this, w when I'm on the road, <laughs> this was also like, this is like a known I got uh, spot, uh, and they don't really have these in New York because we don't necessarily need them. Uh, so it, it, it's a fun, it's also like a touristy thing to just What do you explore. mean we don't need them? There's plenty of ways to hook up without uh, a bathhouse. Like, and there aren't just... in Toronto? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> I guess it's more, it's more. You I know what it is? They're I too think polite. They're... They don't come out and say, I want yeah. your dick. Like they're like just they're Canadians. They're... Gay <laughs> Canadians are still Canadians. That's Everyone true. was polite. Everyone was polite at the bathhouse. But uh, the point I'm making is so, uh, you know, one floor is uh, the spa area. So it's the jacuzzi and then there's a hot sauna and a, a I mean, I'm sorry, a dry sauna and a wet sauna. So a dry sauna would be like the typical sauna experience you would assume to be just a hot room. And then a wet sauna is like there's mist that Jeez. gets sprayed. So it's like it, it feels <laughs> well, the wet sauna is typically where the hookups happen because because of the mistiness. It creates a fog and it's hard mm. to see. And so and you're like pre-lubed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, exactly. Mm. Uh, Sid, you, you get it. <laughs> I know what's up. So Nipple rim hair. <laughs> <laughs> where are you getting these these traps? Uh, I was on the I was so on the Hitler one and it's on the same page with all these <laughs> I see. drops. I see. I guess it was like early in the night. 
Although not too early because it did take a while to get in. By the way, so when we got, so this is a, a to be clear, this is a, a gay bathhouse. Uh, so it's all men, and and it's all nude. Uh, so uh, you have you know, to the, be nude, or just yes. allowed to be nude. Uh, no, you have to be nude. I think. Wow. I mean, it's and it's the, the understand it's the understanding you're going there to be. Well, you get a towel to be clear, so you're okay. walking around in a towel uh, and a towel that you can cover up, but you can't have clothes on. Uh, I mean, I just didn't see anybody with clothes. Right, on. I, I feel that, like they're probably all opting out of clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if someone would get shit, but I think like you wouldn't be able to go into the sauna areas with clothes on, because gotcha. uh, that's just more of a hygienic thing. Uh, and. Um, so the moment I walk in, like when I'm thinking like a gay bathhouse, I, I'm not thinking this, which is like there was a scent of marinara sauce. And there was just, <laughs> what? There, was there Vito was, there from The Sopranos? So when you walk in, that the first area you walk into is the bar. And I guess because it was pride, <laughs> they had a, it was a special occasion. They were selling meatball subs. So oh, <laughs> the worst place guy. I could think of for a meatball. Thank you. That was exactly my thought. This is not food for a bathhouse. Like I don't want the scent of marinara infecting my nostrils. Oh. Like when I'm thinking about sex, <laughs> I was here. It's a joke. Are you allowed to eat it in the jacuzzi? No, no. So like all the balls all, all the food, <laughs> all the food and drink had to have been eaten at the I'll bar. Tell you but it's all these guys just in a towel, like lining up for a fucking meatball. How, the, how is this a popular option? I don't know. I don't know. know. I didn't get. It was such a weird first impression of this. I'll place. tell you. You eat enough of those subs, something else going to be floating in that sauna. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Feel like, like a pig. You're hitting exactly all the places where my mind went with it. Like, and this isn't even the first time I've had like a weird. This is also only in Canada when I've gone to bathhouses in Canada that they serve food. I remember I was there. I was in Montreal for New Year's and we went to a bathhouse and they put out a whole platter, like, like a deli platter of like cold cuts and breads. Oh and the God. thing is, it was self-serve. So you have all these naked men with like chlorine on their fucking hands, grabbing cold cuts with their hands. She <laughs> was just oh. like, what? I, it was weird. It was weird. People just eating naked. And that one I remember was no towel. <laughs> so it was, it was it, it's, I just think like if you're, if you're having a bathhouse, don't serve food. Drinks this is also is a place, thing. I mean, and not no judgment, but this is a place where people are probably having sex somewhere on the premises, right? Yes. I, mean, I wouldn't yes, want to absolutely. eat a fucking slice of mortadella after they fucking somebody's just been jerking somebody off. Like, well, no, not in again, that, in, no in that room. In that room, there was no sex. In the room but, where the food is. Like the they walked over, over from the next room. I mean, come on. Yeah, you would hope they showered first. There's right, a lot of showers in the, in the facility. Have all the sex you like. It just does not mix with cold cuts. Well, so anyway, the, the the reason I got to the story and the way you reminded me of it is the the politics thing. So I early in my in the in the visit, I, I after my uh, hot tub after I got enough jets on my back, I was like, oh, I want a bit of a schwitz now. So I go wait, was Joe the, Klecko there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to make a Ken O'Brien reference. Oh, okay, close. So, probably on the same, same era. Teams. Yeah. <laughs> So I know, you know, everyone, you know, there's a wide range of people 
from normal to very weird that go to these places, as you would expect. You know, there <laughs> yeah. would be people that are socially awkward creeps that show up. So there was this one very short uh, person, uh, just like like short, stubby person, just looked like a thumb, <laughs> like Wonderful. constantly like looking around everywhere, like poking around, like like what do you you know whatever, and uh, like looking for a hookup or looking to watch a hook. I don't know. I don't know what he was looking for. And I go into the wet sauna and every like minute he would poke his head in to see if like anyone was having sex, I assume. But like every minute and it's like, you're standing right outside the sauna. You saw nobody has come in or out since the last time you looked and whatever. And it might be someone under the grate, Rob. You don't know. <laughs> so, so then it was me and one other person in the sauna who I was not attracted to. <laughs> it was just like a, a, another uh, bear type. And he just like yelled out like, what do you keep opening the door for? Stop it. You know, there's nothing going Like, either come in or there's nothing going on in here. And then he starts talking, yeah, you, some people here, you know, the too, the too sensitive, the too sensitive. You know, I like, they're so weird. You know, I was in here a few days ago. I'm going to drop the accent. I was in here a few days ago. <laughs> Uh, and I was talking wait, wait, about is this the bear talking now or the creep? This is the bear. The bear. The bear was yelling at the creep to stop opening the door. You're letting the mist out. Like, what are you looking at? And I guess I kind of responded to him, like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I guess he he thinks something else will happen. And then he assumed this is now a conversation. So he starts telling me how, yeah, this place is really weird. You never know who could be in here. And at first I'm like, yeah, totally. I, I get that. And he was like, yeah, like, you know, that movie, There Will Be Blood. There was this guy here and I was talking to him. Oh, not There Will Be Blood. Uh, Gangs of New York. That's what it was. Uh, and uh, that movie, Gangs of New York. And I was talking about how in that movie, this one guy said, blah, 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 the N-word. And he said the N-word, blah, blah, and uh and i'm you know i'm talking about this movie and this guy's like what are you doing you can't talk about that you can't say that word here you know whatever and he's like i i'm just telling a story about this movie i didn't call you whatever and can you believe it they threw me out and i'm like what am, why am i in this conversation right oh. now and then and then ha like I'm, I'm gonna pause here because i want to ask you guys how could this conversation possibly get any more awkward at this moment and i want to be clear it's nobody comes in it's just between the two of us like like what can he say to really make my gut drop right he now? pulled some of the mortadelle from the salad bowl <laughs> out of his, out of his towel no oh, he, he goes uh, he says i fucking hate sunflower seeds they're like <laughs> food. close 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 oh. He, he goes, he goes, you know, like Bill Maher said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then he's like, going, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Just like, let him talk. Let him talk. Let, let, let him run out. I'm just going to sit here. It's harder than it's. But then he kept rambling on and on and on to the point that I had to say something back. Like, we're talking about cancel cult. Like, this whole rant about how you can't he say anything. The whole thing. The whole thing. He starts going on about how this Washington Post reporter, Dave Wigel, made this one joke. And this woman, he didn't he didn't know the reporter's name. But, like, I figured out the story based on the little information that he uh -huh. gave. He was like, this one, he made this joke. And then this other the reporter reported but he got suspended can you believe this and i'm like yeah i could believe it 
He didn't lose his job, though. He still works there. Like, right. what are you talking about? What is? I started pushing back a little. And they're like, you know what? I gotta go. And I literally just ran out. That's great. And I was just like, oh, I got like I've never had such uh, a wonderful. Is it <laughs> wonderfully possible awkward, that the uh, guy experience. peeking in? gets off on awkward conversations and he just kept peeking in to see if that guy had made you uncomfortable yet. <laughs> and that's when he starts beating off. What if they're like a couple that they set up these situations that <laughs> oh, they like? Shit. He's obnoxious to people on purpose. That guy loves that there is awkward and fulfilling his fantasy. That's you know, it it's is. a good cop, bad cop thing. He was playing good cop, trying to tell that guy to stop over there. I'm like, oh, this guy seems good. And then, boom, he hits mm-hmm. me with the Bill Maher talk. Oh. What was the Bill Maher quote, by the way? Do you remember what it Oh, just about how you can't say anything anymore. Everyone's so sensitive. You can't use, like, like words. You can't use wor- words anymore. Like, he's basically, like, saying Bill Maher told him he could say the N-word in certain contexts. Have we really reached the point where we can't say the N-word in a gay sauna? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just love, yeah, I love that also, though, <laughs> he got kicked out of this place for saying the N-word. And he had to tell me, with saying the full word, <laughs> that he got, like, like he learned nothing. But also, clearly, they let him back in. Oh, yeah, it was just, like, for the night. Well, I'm sure they they just want. That's not much money. of a ban. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And they it's let like, him so finish got... jerking off before they actually kicked him out. <laughs> it was too. Nice. Pro- it had nothing to do with the N word, Rob. He wrapped some of the mortadella around his cock <laughs> and put it back on the salad uh, tray. They don't like that kind of sharing. Yes, and that's the one where I'd agree. Unlike uh, yeah. what our friend was complaining about. Absolutely, <laughs> that that is that is a good place to not be into sharing of that kind. Yes. Well, There's consensual kind of sharing, sharing is fine. You don't yeah. put it back on the fucking... You don't mess with people's cold cuts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Preach. It's like rape, almost. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Making me, you're, you're about to get canceled. You're touching the, the, so the cold cuts with your genitals, like sort of secondhand way, right? At and the very that, least, it's indecent something. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? Well, what indecent if, what if you're, you wash your hands before going to the <laughs> buffet? Is that fine? That would then, uh, if if everyone uses the best possible hygiene, I would say then it's the club's fault for putting it out there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree. It's all on the club. I don't think I don't blame. I don't blame the dudes with their dicks swinging around and their precum falling on the club. I, I, like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, oh. I don't blame them at all. I would say it's like ninety percent the club, and it's still ten percent the dudes with the dicks yeah. swinging because you have to. You, I feel like it's your ethical responsibility to not partake in this cold cut uh, smorgasbord no, in this no, yeah. situation. There needs yeah. to be two separate food areas. One where you come in from the street and before you've gotten naked and done all that, you can have a nice meal. And yeah. the other one for the perverts is like you go, you, you fuck, you whack off, whatever. You use a cold cut to wipe your dick off. And then you serve it to the next man. Then it's consensual. Yes. I fully support this. Two separate areas. And it needs to be proper signage. That's a, yeah. Oh, this, yes. This is the wrap your penis in salami room. And the other one is the just eat food separately from this stuff. Room. Should wrap your penis in salami be the episode title? I'm f- if it beats the, uh, you know, if it doesn't get us like censored anyway. What do you sure. think, Rob? Sure. <laughs> Should make it work. Uh, but other than that, I had a great time. 
Uh, I, I think it sounded like you got a good story out of it, at least. No, yeah, no. I, I mean, and as it was happening, I was like, I can't wait to share this uh, <laughs> on the live cast. So, by the way, Sid, I think it should be the "Wrap Your Penis in Salami Room" should be the full title. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like we're just telling people to do that. And Which is also be, fun. There needs to be a designated room for it. Is all I'm saying. I have no judgments whatsoever. What people wrap their penises in. <laughs> All day. Wrap your penis in anything you like. Could you yeah. use salami as a condom? Or is it I don't think that would me? work. It's yeah. porous. It's got those those uh, pores in it. What would be the best cold cut to use as a prophylactic? I would say boar's head uh, spiced ham. Because yeah. it's yeah. Spice might cheese. burn your dick. Uh, it's, it's not that spicy. <laughs> head cheese, I feel like head cheese has holes. Am I wrong on that? Uh, it does have Jealous. like stuff in it, right? That could poke out. Get a little head while we're in head cheese. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go with one of the turkeys. And one of the driest, dry ass turkeys made by a shitty boar's head, which is like uh, like pepper mill turkey, I would say. Okay. Because well, it's so dry. like flake apart. Uh, pepper mill turkey flakes apart maybe i have the last i avoid boar's head like the plague so i think the last time i ate it was years ago but i remember it being like a solid piece of plywood dusty Rhodes muffler says gabagool you know what's a good one prosciutto prosciutto but wouldn't push i thought of prosciutto first but wouldn't it be slippery like slide off your dick rubbery it's just more malleable and pliable and i don't think it would break apart and it would stick to you i think Mm. Like the yeah. fatty parts are very sticky. I can buy that. And so it would provide some natural lube with the fat. Yeah. Well, we delicious. found the answer. Cold cut dick <laughs> is. Is that better or worse than grasshopper dick? Grasshopper dick. <laughs> oh, grasshopper dick. You poured grasshopper. You <laughs> smash. You can't put a grasshopper on your dick. I mean, mm. somebody probably has. Richard Gear. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, he was the, the the urban myth was the gerbil thing, right? And then also stomach pumping, or was that, oh, was Rod, that no? That was, was John Bon John Bon Jovi. I heard and Rod Stewart. Okay, I think they just recycle these stupid. Yes, yes, for sure. For different generations of stars. Yeah, it's probably Timothy Chalamet now or whatever. Uh-huh. Anyone who anyone who straight guys are like threatened by yes. a good looking man, they say that they're gay and have their stomach pumped from cum and whatever bullshit people make up. Yeah. I I think though that that there might be a culture like a generational shift with that because of just bisexuality and pansexuality being more prevalent. That like for example with Timothy Chalamet, like that wouldn't like his softness so to speak wouldn't even be clocked as necessarily gay. Uh, I think you're too optimistic about the yeah. human spirit. I think you, the, <laughs> I think the people we know probably maybe, but I think the population at large is still just look at him and go, oh, he's gay. He's F word, you know. Maybe. I guess with like Harry Styles too, but I think the overall game. I think the overall tone has shifted in the country. You're right, but I think there's still a vast percentage of the people who are openly homophobic. Yeah. I hear it at poker all the time just gay anti-gay stuff oh i well but with, at poker like how old are the people spouting it's, you know stuff? the old there are old people guys. but there are a good number of like 20s to 30s aged people mm-hmm. okay you know, some nice nice uh, broad spectrum of people it is interesting now too with the uh the 
bigots. Like they're kind of using uh, language that minorities and liberals used uh, to talk about how they're not allowed to be bigots. Like I'm, my opinion is being oppressed. Like I'm being like pride is being forced upon my children uh, or whatever, you know, like tolerance, like acceptance of gays is being forced upon my children. And like these, these damn pride people are bullying me. Right. They got to come out of the closet uh, as as straight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Funniest shit. Uh, yeah. That's the thing that I that I take the most exception to. I feel is that they're so fucking whiny. Like, just you, you're essential. Your whole like reason for being, like your whole manifesto, is that people are too soft nowadays and all that stuff. And yet you whine about the fucking like lamest yeah, shit. Like Big Bird is gay, and like Bert and Ernie shouldn't be living together. Like. <laughs> Get There's too much estrogen fucking... in our food. Holy shit, soy be- You're <laughs> scared of tofu. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's so soft. Yeah. I know I'm not treading any new ground here, but yeah. whenever I see that, it's like, don't you stop and listen to yourself for a second like you're ranting no. against soybeans. Yeah, I don't get it at all. Which is a massive United States export, isn't it? Like, Oh, is that right? Do the, do yeah. the right wingers hate the farmers now? Is that what's going on? Clearly, that's where all the uh, farming subsidies go to to soybean farmers. Mm. Oh well, guess that I hate or, America or cone. See, nobody's all bad. They hate America. Somebody's got to just nudge them a little bit left. You're starting in the right place. Let's just take it a little further. <laughs> I thought we were going that way for a little while when we had the remember the Canadian uh, riots about the protests about the The trucker caravan. Yeah. And you started hearing like some anti-government like rhetoric from right wingers like they're not treating workers correctly. And, you know, I was like, hey, just expand that to something else, too. You know, but it never makes that. leap. Not yet. I mean, there's like 20 percent of that protest is just never gonna they're just openly openly bigots that want to run minorities over with cars but i mean i feel like there's reachable people in there somewhere so i i wanted to uh talk about this is from a week few weeks ago speaking of softness uh this girl uh who went to a hardcore show Mm -hmm. and uh, she was a maga girl and was shocked to learn about the left-leaning politics of the band Bane. No, oh. uh, Bane Sid, still you... exists. Absolutely. What do you? What, what can you tell us about Bane? I think they're from Massachusetts, right? Yes, they're just like a positive hardcore band. I never yeah. super got into them, but I had a lot of friends who worshipped them back in the day. You, if you were at any show. In the mid aughts, there would be at least one Bane hoodie in the crowd. Oh my God! At least, at least two or three. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. But it what? was a very. It, it was just good branding. It's just black hoodie, white uh, letters like across athletic Bane. Font, basically, were they named iconic. after the uh, Batman uh, villain? Probably. I assume so. Okay. So this girl, Lori Kaufman, is her name. 
Uh, what was that eyebrow? Anti-Semitic? <laughs> of course. Why? Why would it be anti-Semitic? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's like very. It's like because she's know, the villain, a, tri- a tribeswoman. I was. I was. The eye was like, oh, she's a member of the tribe. That was yeah, the or idea. married into it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know her avatar. What does that uh, mean? Means she, she wasn't married into it. She's. <laughs> oh, sad case of the Jew face. All right. <laughs> Uh, she says, Guy from Bain just praised trans for two minutes straight and then said he hated the U.S. government and then said he wanted to wipe his ass with the American flag. Oh, no. Bye, Bain. <laughs> Leaving early. Some of us are religious. Some of us have family that have fought for this country. Yeah. It's like, have you ever been to a hardcore punk show? <laughs> no. Ah. Uh- it could go either way, man. There's plenty of hardcore shows yeah. that are very right leaning. You never yeah, making jokes, push <laughs> Then, then you know, so she's like, "Oh, it sounds like somebody responded to her." You know, sounds like you've never listened to the lyrics of the band you're theoretically a fan of. Bye. And Laurie responds, "You're right. I like Suicide Files better, and I don't support the LGBTQ. Now you go cry about it." And then others pointed out that suicide files are, in fact, more pro LGBTQ <laughs> than even Bane. Okay. Uh, so uh, it, it was fun to watch. She was like the main character of Twitter for a good day or two, uh, mm. and uh, just posting about how shocked she is about how tolerant the the hardcore punk scene is. What is she tweeting about now? Has she moved on? Is there other stuff or is that where it ended? And she was like, I should stop tweeting. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. A whiner. Yeah. Is she now running for state senate? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Barbie dress on? She's she's doing mostly retweets. Uh, uh, she retweeted, Kanye West asked homeless man to run his 2024 presidential campaign. Uh, first Good. black woman socialist on Boston City Council in car crash drama. Uh, is drama Kanye is still child, running her, president, uh, by the way? I haven't really heard anything about yeah. Kanye at all in months. I think maybe his PR team got to him, finally. Or got away from him. Let's let's save this thing. This <laughs> disappeared for uh, eight years. Yeah. She posts a photo of a white person doing blackface and says if you do blackface this good it should be allowed lol oh boy good and like it's not good it's boring boring blackface rob what what what's the entertaining i I guess there's no yeah exactly there's no but i'm just saying it's like there's nothing there's nothing that would make her say that yeah yeah like it's just he put on uh uh, too many coats of spray tan that's all so it's not like robert downey jr in uh yeah tropic thunder right right uh and yeah then just like more mundane stuff she says i'm a jewish aries russian warlord now all hashtag leftists surrender excuse me well i'm convinced i pack it in you win (laughs) you got me and where do i where where do i turn myself in where was this show, by the way? Boston. She's from Boston. Boston. Okay. As well. um, Boston. And I Jewish. guess, I guess this was based on a retweet uh, from Stu Peters, who 
his <laughs> isn't uh, that what they had in the uh in the sauna the cold cut table uh, on the buffet <laughs> options his dude peters Stu <laughs> peters <laughs> Uh, he his description writes post apocalyptic <laughs> warlord and then the Christian emoji uh, host the Stu Peters show. Oh, okay. And Love he writes, the Stu Peters show. When I'm president, I'll sign an executive order on day one, making it legal in every state to execute convicted pedophiles the minute after they're found guilty. Wow! You touch our kids, we will kill you. <laughs> Okay. I always find it interesting that the people most anti-pedophiles touching kids are people that don't have kids. And also, though, like, that, so that, are, that, are, that are intensely religious. So it's like, hey, if you're so against touching kids, maybe look within your church. Well, no, so only the priests are allowed because God gives them the permission. Everybody else is skipping the line. Get, get the fuck out of here. It's for a good cause, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, whenever stuff like you know, whenever someone starts ranting about pedophilia like that hard, I start to wonder like, what? Why are they mm-hmm. amplifying this so much? Trying to throw uh, us off their scent. Yeah, doesn't mean they're necessarily doing anything, but you know, it's like sort of strike one. I feel. Let's see what else is going on in the world. Uh, Motley Crue is touring. Oh boy. In Europe now, the tour is done in the States, so they're going to Europe. And wouldn't you know it, uh, I guess Europeans are better at the Internet. Oh. Because uh, they recently played, I believe, Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. And this was the turnout. Oh. so They headlined? They, yeah, well, it was the Motley Crue Def Leppard uh Co-headlining tour. So that uh, all that empty space of concrete there was that also like available to be sold? Yes. Wow. Okay. So for our audio listeners, the floor, which is the size of a soccer field or a football field, probably bigger than a football field, it looks like, uh, is maybe uh, less than half full. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yes. Uh, and Being then, generous. It, and then in the actual seats. Uh, of the sections that aren't covered up and about a third of the stadium is covered up, you could see it is not at all filled. Like there's plenty of empty seats Mm -hmm. uh, everywhere. And in fact, Mm -hmm. in a reply to this, someone even posted a video. Can you imagine paying like, how much of those seats were this guy's taping from it's like feels probably like, two hundred dollars at least yeah. jesus you can't even see they're like ants you can't even see the band you know i j- just and i don't want to have to defend motley crew but just to give a little context probably i'm guessing def leopard is way more popular in london than motley crew and def leopard was going on after and if you look it's daytime mm. while motley crew's performing so mm-hmm. people probably just hadn't shown up yet mm. Which That's still, still says that yeah. they don't care about Motley Crue, but also right. I'm, it, Motley Crue counts as an opening act here. You're really just mm-hmm. defending Def Leppard is what you do. <laughs> yeah. They are pretty great. I bet it was packed by the time Def Leppard came on. I'm Let's sure. The, what, what, what the upshot we're getting here is nobody likes Motley Crue anymore. That's what we're getting. Yeah. Or there, there's, to... there's just more interesting things to do in London during the day than show up early to see Motley Crue. Yeah. But if you're paying that much money, you're not going to go, you're not going to take advantage of 
let's okay here's footage from that same show oh sorry uh from that same show we don't have to play the audio right uh, and this is def sure. leopard mm-hmm. let's let me let's wait till let's see, get a good zoom out but i'm doubting there might not be one just focused yeah. on the stage, this jerk. Rude. Well, clearly, it's nighttime at this point, so Def Leppard definitely was the second act. Yes. But we can't really get a good, like, full arena view. Oh, maybe? Where? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's the same shot, basically. Maybe at the very end. Also, Shifty Shortcake says there were several major music shows happening the same day, including a festival at Hyde Park, so that definitely hurt sales. Mm-hmm. How oh, dare well. they take money yeah. away from Def Leppard? Yeah, that, that drummer's still saving up to get uh, the second arm back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he hadn't given up the dream, huh? Did we talk years. about when he got assaulted earlier this year? I don't remember if we talked about oh that on the show. Oh, my God. He must have had a hard hunt time defending himself. <laughs> there was a funny <laughs> quote with it. Did they take his other arm? <laughs> oh, poor fella. It's such low-hanging fruit. But then I have two arms, so I can easily <laughs> grab the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I heard a couple steps, then I just saw this flash, and the next thing I knew, I was on the ground. I landed oh, on my no. backside, hit my head on the pavement. He reached his hand up in the air and said, I am no threat to you. I don't think he knew who I was. He must have seen that I wasn't a threat because, you know, I've only got one arm. That's what I said. See, you guys laughed at me. Oh, how dare you say that? He said it. I laughed because it's hilarious. (laughs) A woman reportedly came to help out, but the suspect allegedly attacked the woman, too. You know, I just realized that could get you killed because, like, let's say someone comes with a gun. And they go, put your hands up. And he just ah. puts one arm. They might think you you're fishing with me? for a, Yeah, or, or you're fishing for a weapon or something with the other <laughs> arm that he can't. He doesn't know you're fucking Rick Allen. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a, they originally arrested a 19-year-old. And this happened in Florida. So no oh. way that dude had any idea who he was beating up. He just saw one, one-armed man. And he thought he, saw, he had an easy mark, which he yeah, did. Yeah, you know. If you're in Florida, I mean, that could be fucking anything. The other arm could be doing anything. Probably just thought an alligator ate that arm. Yeah. (laughs) Did the work for him. Um, Well, I heard this old joke. You ever hear this? What did the the, uh, British driver say to the hitchhiker... With three eyes, no arms, and one leg. Aye, aye, aye. You look homeless. Up in. <laughs> that is so specific. I know. <laughs> All right. You can clearly see nope. that the pit is a little more filled in, but still pretty empty. I mean, it's still a lot of people. Just they might have picked too large of a venue. Yeah, but it's still a good amount. Gotta play the hits. Yeah. Pour some sugar on me. And then there was this photo. Oh no! But it's from the it's from the perspective of the (laughs) stage, so you can't see the pit. But you can see the seats in the in the upper area are still empty. 
I do not understand to... going to a musical concert and sitting all the way in the back row of a stadium like that. Well, like, you what's... still get the sound. You still get the massive stadium sound, cheaper. and you watch the screen. Like you're paying to watch the the visual presentation. I agree with you, though. I absolutely agree yeah. with you. If you're if you're set on doing this. Just uh, pay a little uh, extra. Sit down there. Yeah, yeah. Burn the extra. But, you know, for some people, actually, the experience is more about getting hammered. And they'd rather save the $100 and spend that on beers. And some people, Def Leppard fans are old. They don't want to be standing the whole fucking concert. Well, they Seriously, they, they want to see it. Don't they have a seat on the floor? No. The pit, I think the pit, no, the pit. Oh, yeah. The pit was standing. The pit. Yeah. But there's other like closer places than the fucking nosebleed, though, that you can sit. At that point, I think it's just money. See, I thought you were going to say uh, they're so old that they wouldn't even see it if they were close to the Well, stage. that too. That would be valid to that me. That too. They don't fucking know what's going on. Oh, we're definitely going to Yes, Grandpa. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's for you. It's your birthday. <laughs> There's a mortadel table in the back, too. You can have some cold cuts. People wrap their penises uh, on them with them uh shifty shortcake says the cost is insane the better seats can add about 100 pounds each beer is nine pounds it's just too much sometimes no i i'm fully on board with that i would just say then just don't bother like what's the point of sitting all the way up there like i don't i don't know i just wouldn't i'm i guess i shouldn't say anything too negative like if you want to do it go ahead and do it well yeah i don't get it either but people do it that's how these tours keep happening but yeah yeah I'm more and more just the stay home. <laughs> Everyone I mean, should just stay home. You could get eaten by a shark. You get some the mortadelle wrapped around your cock. I mean, any, well, some knows? people go out specifically for the mortadelle on the cock. Somebody sticks you up, steals your prosthetic arm. You can't play <laughs> your, your drum set anymore. <laughs> God bless Rick Allen. What a sweetheart. Yeah, I mean. But we now live in a world where both Rick Allen and Rick Moranis have been assaulted in public. Oh, no. All the beloved Ricks. (laughs) The famous Ricks. Oh, and speaking of which, Rick Froberg, RIP, this week is for Rick Froberg from Drive Like Jehu and Hot Snakes Who Died. Another sad tragedy happening to a famous Rick. Or at least famous to me. How'd he die? Uh, They said natural causes, which he was 55 years old, so I don't know. How you die of natural causes at 55, but that was the only information I saw. That, that's like Andre the Giant can die of natural causes at 55. That's about living it. fast and dying young <laughs> is what that is. Sad. More on him during our uh, music break discussion. Oh, okay. Oh. I never make it to 55. Oh, what are you talking oh. about? I wish I lived to 55. How old was he when he died? Andre. Probably, eh, probably 50, I'm going to guess. That's my 47. Let's just make a specific guess. Uh, I think you're exactly right. No way. Or 46. <gasps> wow, I'm good. Yeah. I just tried to think of his career and yeah, wh- 46. where he Because he retired like literally, I mean, he died like literally right after he said he wasn't going to wrestle anymore. So gave me a sort of a pinpoint era to yeah. shoot at. It's just crazy because he always looked so old. It's like yeah. even when he had like the the Afro era, he mm. looked forty six at that point. Yeah. So no, I watched some like footage from the late seventies, and I feel like he looked like 
when he before he gained a lot of his weight, yeah, he looked pretty good, and he was he very was, athletic. He was somewhat uh, fit, I would say. You, yeah, but there were certain shots where, if like they would zoom out, you you'd see him not standing next to a person or something. You wouldn't know that he was like a seven foot five. He looked like a, a average sized human because he was like in shape. He wasn't mm. like old malformed uh, like when he was big and fat. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. a legend. Absolutely. I was just going to say. The legendist of legends. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon they'll be able to AI him into like a Fast and the Furious movie or something. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm gonna, they got every other fucking wrestler in there. Will Vin <laughs> Diesel body slam him yeah. like onto a truck or something? You'll never take over this space station. <laughs> oh yeah! Watch this <laughs> fucking body slam. Dusty Rhodes up the cat. your foil, my plan. <laughs> That's a very mean thing to ask, Dusty Rhodes muffler. <laughs> I don't have that gigantism or whatever it's, yeah, it is. It's no, I do. Five, I do not. Have, yeah, I don't have that tumor. <laughs> is it oh, a tumor? It's not a tumor. That's not what the butt bump was. No, thankfully not a tumor. Oh, it did the butt bump. Superficial mark. Was there a chance the butt bump could have turned you into Andre the Giant? Yeah, if you didn't have it drained. That's why you have to have it drained all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, you yeah. just shoot right up. It has acromegaly in it. Acromegaly, that's what it has. Thank you. <laughs> acromegaly butt bump. They just put a little spigot on it, and they put it into a, like a beer mug, mm. and then they give it to little people to make them normal size. Delicious. I drink that all the day, all the day and all the night. <laughs> That's really where Rob got his fuck you money from. Oh. It's from really? selling his butt bump juice oh. to little people. Mm-hmm. The brown juice. If anybody wants them, hit me up uh, on email. The brown juice. Uh, I might do uh, another uh, another pull drainage? in the next few. Another drainage yum, yum, yum. Yeah, when, it, when, they, when, they, when they drained my butt bump, I remember. It, it was like this brown... I remember. Like, like milk chocolatey kind of <laughs> oh my God. consistency. Sid, what, for $1.2 million, you have to drink uh, either that or you have to eat the remaining uh, cold cuts from the sauna after the after a two-hour... Uh, I'll do the cold cuts. It's But it's got to be the designated cold cut area where we said earlier it's consensual and people can do whatever they like with <laughs> the, the cold The pre-cum cut. area. The Not the... I it, still the cold cuts though because at least like both have bodily fluids on them, but at least there's an edible, okay, tasty meat in one of them, and the other it's just a mug of bodily fluids. But let me push back on that. One of oh, them no. is a bodily fluid from one of your closest friends, who you know is a healthy person, and you're very and and you and you trust him. Isn't that? Is cheating? he that healthy if he's got brown milk chocolate coming out of his backside? Fair point. <laughs> and also, he's still going to the bat house and rubbing up against all those other dudes. Mm, you've you've made a persuasive argument. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I concede the point. <laughs> uh, well, also, one point two million is a very specific figure. Where did you? Just sounded just good. That out of thin air? Yeah. I, I know. He I wants, actually. He wants to give an extra few K so you got your taxes covered. Oh, yeah. nice. the... Very smart. I did a little uh, number crunching while we were. While I was formulating that question. <laughs> <laughs> Called my accountant. <laughs> I actually have to call my accountant. Oh. 
tell him I said hi. I just uh, I just got done with a whole bunch of shit with my accountant. Really hard slog handling something for my mom who's 80. She doesn't always do her taxes correctly, mm. and I try to get her to do them through an accountant, and she's like, oh, I can do it, I can do it. And then she just fucks it up completely. So I'm sorting out like four years of tax problems. It's a big headache. Hey. Brutal. She just gave away like three or four years of refunds. I don't want to get too much into it, but like she's owed like probably ten thousand dollars. Oh god! Didn't didn't do it correctly. Didn't follow up on it. And now it's like we have to deal with the U.S. government. And there's like it's deducted because she did it so long ago. She fucked it up, and they just start taking money out of it as penalties. You know, because she didn't file it correctly. Like she did. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. But at least there's she didn't mess up in a way that might send her to jail. Oh, no, not at all. That's, not that much. They don't come yeah. after you for that. She's owed a refund. There's nothing. She's yeah. not like they're not. They don't. She doesn't owe them money. Yeah. There's nothing to put her in jail over. She's just costing herself money. Rob, can you get our live cast accountant on this case? The, that I, that's my accountant. Oh, I, OK. So then I, he already is I referred that guy to Rob. That was my oh. accountant when I was married with Jennifer. It was Jennifer's accountant before we even met. Wow, all right. I don't yeah. think I do that part. All right. Well then good. It'll get squared away. He's really good, this guy. Like he's fucking like he's like he, he's a little bit older. And when you talk to him, he kind of has like the older gentleman voice. So like you sort of assume something. Maybe I feel like I had prejudice within me that maybe like he, does he doesn't not, know what's doesn't going know. on. He's fucking rock solid, man. Like a rocks. He's up on all the things you the e filing and everything that's like you might think he might be a little behind on he knows his shit bro nice do you want to give his contact info turn this into a live read i don't know if he's comfortable with that he also doesn't like bane's politics <laughs> sadly it's a very nice old man he just has you have to speak to him on the phone he's not a fan of email or, or texting no, no what text. about in person I've never i haven't met him in person Really? Know what he looks like? Oh wow! I think he lives no in clue. Long Island. Or I think Jennifer Island. has met him in person. Huh. No, he lives in. I won't get. Who cares about this on the show? But he. I think he moved to. He moved upstate. Oh, pretty sure. Uh, well, I just want to let people know if they ever go to the Coliseum in Italy, do not <laughs> etch your name. Oh. A tourist who etches his partner's name in Coliseum says he didn't know it was agent. <laughs> An apology letter. Just thought it was like a the side of a bodega. What a fun sentence! I didn't know this was ancient. <laughs> I admit, with the deepest embarrassment, it was only after what regrettably happened that I learned of the antiquity of the monument. Ivan Dmitriev wrote in a letter to Rome officials, and of course, it's a Russian or a uh -huh. Slavic person. No, I see. I don't believe that. I think he would have been like, bleh, "Who the fuck cares? Build yeah. Who gives a shit." Uh, well, like I think it's because his girlfriend's name is Haley. No. <laughs> From Paramore? Maybe. After that, they went to a hardcore show and they were surprised to hear of the very left-leaning lyrics. So. <laughs> uh, but I do believe the reason they wrote the apology letter is because they were forced uh, to. They were well. The, their lawyer law. recommended it because they don't want Italian uh, officials to go after them. That they makes much in... more sense than a Russian actually felt regret about. Something yes, like that. they're uh, while the city of Rome has yet to press charges, they're investigating. 
But would he be extradited over this? I'm assuming he left the country at this point, right? Maybe not. Maybe he's still there. Let's see. Just waiting to see what happens? Having some pasta in the meantime? After this, uh, he went to a banya. He was just talking to some poor guy sitting next to him, stuck there. He's like, you know, I fucking write my name. Big deal on the fucking building. They you know, me. I'm getting canceled just like the building. <laughs> <laughs> he carved his girlfriend's name into some mortadelle and they kicked <laughs> him out. It's fucked up. He is, Shifty Shortcake is correct. Uh, he is a British tourist. Oh. Uh, and, British uh, Russian? Uh, the vandalizing carries fines up to 15 grand and five years in prison. Uh, and also, the office of the mayor of Rome said that it never received any letter. <laughs> I mean, well, he tweeted it. That counts. He I mean, added I mean, the mayor of Rome. Am I in the minority? I don't know. I, I really feel like you know that building's been through a lot worse than somebody scratching their fucking name on it. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. I don't don't do it. I don't support doing it. But is it that big of a deal that it should be five years in prison? It's yeah, not that the, seems like a stretch. It, it's well, not the Mona so, Lisa. They could come and just fucking scratch the yeah. thing out. If it was that I mean? important, there would have been security that would have caught him immediately, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's. A, I don't think it carries a maximum of five years in prison. I want to be clear. Uh, That's only if you the, don't tweet an apology. The uh, article concludes that in 2014, a Russian tourist was fined <laughs> oh, so $25,000 <laughs> and received a four-year suspended sentence. Uh, having written the letter K on the wall of the Coliseum, one letter gets you a $25,000 fine. And then four years, you can come into the country, basically. I agree with that because I hate when people text me and write K. That's the most uh, annoying <laughs> thing. Such a waste of a text. I yeah. agree with you. You know, the five years thing is if you if you write on the building while assaulting Rick Allen or any other one-armed <laughs> man, that's when you get five years. Um, honestly, if Rick Allen was somehow able to carve his name into that building, props with one hand, you did that. You can't because it's, it's it's old material. They need to chisel. Yeah, so have yeah. To have so he's hands. allowed. Awesome. He has the chisel like in his armpit <laughs> or something, and he's like smacking it with the other. That's the thing. If you, this was to be the scene, you just see Rick Allen kneeling in front of the college. He was like, "I can't do it. I can't. I can't fucking do it." Maybe he, maybe he tapes the chisel to his forehead and just. Oh no! Oh, I give up, man. I can't or, or, do or, or, it. No, he he tapes it to his his drum triggers. You know, he has. Ah, nice. He's just so used to the, using his feet for everything. We got a brand new auto auto chisel machine. Auto chisel machine? Can that go on? That's not going to beat the other show title. I think that, that, I mean, that's more SFW, so I think we should. (laughs) Oh. It's a distant second. Yeah. I agree with Dusty Rose Muffler. Uh, He should have wrote something fun like D's Nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ivan and Haley. Anyway, you know what I mean? Uh, But really, like, it just shows such a narcissism. You know, like, what the fuck are you doing chiseling your name in anything? I've never, I, I never had the desire to do this. Like chiseling your name in a tree or in, like get the fuck out of here. Like, like the the world doesn't revolve around you. Do you remember in school? Like the, the it was a big thing still when I was a kid. This is years ago, but like, I feel like at least once a year, some adult would tell the class or something like. Don't ever carve your name in trees. That's a really cruel thing to do. The trees, they can feel it. I remember hearing this over no. and over and over and over again when I was a kid. 
like never heard never never heard this lie it was as if they were like telling you not to kick dogs or something they used to say it all the fucking time i just remember being told not to feed pigeons oh yeah that, that i got to all the time which i kind of agree with that because like the you know they don't want the pigeons around and like you know, but the i mean i understand that at least a little bit no i agree that like it's very annoying. I live by a very prominent park here in Brooklyn, and there are uh, swans and geese in the lake. And there's millions of signs all over the lake. Please do not feed the wildlife. They are not meant to eat human food. And because so many people feed these animals, the animals have now learned to be aggressive. And they like approach people eating by the lake. Like, why the fuck aren't you feeding me? You know, or if one person, if a person starts feeding one duck, they get swarmed with like, you know, 10 ducks. This is fucking entitlement culture, Rob. This is exactly what it is. You give these people free things and then they just keep demanding. You give them an inch. They want a mile. What I've been saying the whole time. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Another reason not to feed. I tried to give them bread and they indicted. Me. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was doing Bill Maher, but it is kind of similar. Yeah. I just, oh, I thought you were doing Trump. I, just... I really, I see all these pigeons. People always talk about the pigeons and how they eat whatever they want. Very fascinating birds. Sparrows, not great. Not very good. Not a fan. Uh, what was I going to say? No, the pigeons, they're another reason to fe- not to feed pigeons. This is the main ecological reason, and I'm not a, a, a marine biologist or pigeon expert, but from what I've read is that they are very alpha. Like, they already take all the food that exists in the environment. For, so the other, they starve. The presence of pigeons means, like, sparrows and all these little birds are, are starving, usually, mm. if the pigeons are around. So you're just giving them more food, like, it just keeps them around to mm. like starve all the other animals. Whereas if you don't do that, they at least it gets spread around and like they, the other animals have a chance to fend for themselves. They're very aggressive, fucking nasty birds. I did they're everything right birds. and they indicted me. They indicted me. <laughs> China. China. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> I did everything right, and they indicted me. I gave the pigeon bread, and she indicted me. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. It's just so fun. You get on Trump, you start doing a rant. It just feels very good. It feels great. A very good student at the Wharton School of Finance. Wharton School. I always starts whispering. The Wharton School of Finance. Can you imagine? I wonder if they're proud of me. I got indicted. I wonder if (laughs) they got indicted. I've been indicted twice now in a couple of months. You know, when I was studying and when I was... Uh, He's getting laughs. A very, very successful businessman. And then yeah. I did The Apprentice. Like falls asleep like Biden. Of of big, 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 big I the one in school. Now I have I, uh, well, what, what's really uh, eye-opening for me is all of these press conferences now, like if you notice their Twitter clips, uh, I, I only see this on Twitter. It's not like I'm ever watching a Trump press conference, but the only... Uh, networks covering it would be like Newsmax or these like third and fourth tier right wing news channels. Fox News doesn't even cover his fucking right. rants really? anymore. Wow. Well, look, look, look at this uh, graphic here. Even the uh, I guess the indictment well, one was on Fox. Well, it might. Yeah, it might have been covered by both. And this person just grabbed true. it from true, true. Newsmax. I think uh, 
Fox really doesn't want Trump to win. Like, I, I just feel like they're just that that tie has been severed there. He's just too much out there. He's too like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, he's he's too pseudo anti-establishment. Like, he's not a, at all anti-establishment because he's a billionaire. But like, he just blurts things out that make establishmentarianism look bad. Like, he'll just, and he yes. also. Defending him got them sued for millions and millions of dollars. Right. right. We want we want to steal the oil. No, no, you're supposed to say we're going there to spread democracy. No, we're taking the oil. <laughs> taking the oil, folks. He said something recently about Venezuela. He's like, when I was the president, we were gonna go into Venezuela, we were gonna take all the oil, we're gonna take all the oil, and then they screwed oh, it up, yeah. you know. And I'm like, okay, yes, you were going to do that. This is like the closest you can get to somebody telling the truth in the government. Yes, we are thieves and murderers. He does accidentally tell the truth. Uh, this is the sometimes. only reason, the only reason that elite people fucking hate Trump. Not because he do fucking war crimes, not any yeah. of this shit. He exposes the shit. He exposes the con game because he's a pea brain. He doesn't have any filter yeah. on his mouth. He's not going to do anything different than Biden is. He's just fucking blurts out the, the plot because he's a moron. It's like in Goodfellas after they did that uh, airport heist and they said, don't show any of the money for a few months. We got to mm -hmm. lay low. And then the one guy didn't lay low and it's bad for yeah. business. He walked around with a fistful of hundreds going vagina, <laughs> vagina. We robbed the airport. <laughs> I, I, I found the clip you're talking about. How about we're buying oil from Venezuela? When I, I love what he has to say. How about we're buying oil? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> what? We could have just stolen it. Venezuela. When I left, Venezuela was ready to collapse. We would have taken it over. We would have gotten all that oil. We oh, we would have gotten all that oil. <laughs> but now we're buying oil from Venezuela, so we're making a dictator very rich. Can you believe this? Nobody can believe it. You know where the oil, you know, their oil is garbage. It's horrible. The worst you can get, tar. It's like tar. And to refine it, you need special plants. And these people. Well, the, the U.S. Yeah. has the plants that can refine the shitty oil, supposedly shitty oil that comes from so Venezuela. So is that good for the economy? Well, the the what what do you mean? Is what good for if you? the if we're refining it here, isn't that generating money for? Yeah, that's business? what he's saying. We yeah. were going to steal the Venezuelan oil, even though it's crappy. We can make mm -hmm. it into good oil and sell it. So, mm -hmm. That's the whole. I mean, the United States makes enough oil to to cover everyone's oil needs in the U.S. There's no need to import any oil. We import it because we ref, we have the best refineries and resell it to all the other countries, and it makes the oil companies a trillion dollars. Mm -hmm. There's really no need for the U.S. to import oil at all. Nice. If uh, they could lower the prices if a little bit more, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, good luck with that. We still, I feel like we still have the lowest prices for oil anywhere in the yeah, world. It's, right? it's just, fine. just higher than it used to be. It's not fine, Sid. It's I never fine. pay. I fill up the. I don't pay attention to the changes in price. If I need gas, I'm going to get gas. Like what? I don't bitching about it doesn't impact anything. Just makes you basic. That's my basic. take. I will be the anti-basic president. <laughs> Big Macs and Whoppers for everybody. <laughs> Nothing basic about Big Macs.
If it was a quarter pounder, that would be basic. Really? I, I prefer the quarter pounder to the Big Mac person. Not me. I'm a Big Mac guy. I, I don't know that I've ever had pounder. a quarter pounder. I think the Big Mac oh, is more right. visually appealing. So that's the one I go for when I... In your whole life, you never had a quarter pounder? I don't think so. It's very good. You know what? I tell people if they've never, not into fast food and stuff, a quarter pounder is the closest thing McDonald's sells to a traditional (laughs) burger you get in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's like thick and juicy. Yeah, especially the quarter pounder deluxe with the tomato. It tastes a little little bit processed. Like it still has that McDonald's. Yeah. But it's, it's closer to a burger. A Big Mac is sort of like a specialty item. Yeah. But it's if I want good. a real burger, I like I'm not going to McDonald's anyway. So right, well, agree. You're in a rush. You're I try, but I'll tell you what though, a Big Mac will make me go to McDonald's. Like I do like Mc, like better than I I and I don't say better than it's like an alternative to having a real burger. Mm-hmm. Where a quarter pounder feels like a McDonald's imitation of a burger. Fair for me. I go to McDonald's when I'm starving and I don't want to wait more than three minutes for my food. That's that's when I do you still you still Uber eats the big oh you I think we discussed this you said you walk into the McDonald's right yeah I do the pickup so it's ready by the time I get there uh, it's and and I get those points baby get those I'm points, trying to get to those one dollar iced coffees wow is that a McDonald's one that is wow I I have to say the McDonald's iced coffee is. Tolerable. It's better. Tolerable or be, good? better than the Dunkin' Donuts one. It's good. I will wow. Say Better than Starbucks? Uh, yeah, I don't really like the Starbucks iced coffee. I feel like their coffee tastes burnt. They're, they're traditional roast. I will always take a Starbucks over a Dunkin' Donuts, but I would prefer a just like I'd rather go to like a mom and pop coffee shop and get a cappuccino from there. Do you remember that guy, the kid from Brooklyn, uh, that that viral dude? I think he passed away. It was like ten years ago. He did a whole thing on Starbucks. You go to fucking Starbucks, you get a coffee. It's like thirty-seven dollars now. He just does all these rants and shit. <laughs> I mean, this vaguely sounds familiar. I don't know. He's like an old guy, right? Times. He's like an older guy. He's probably at the time probably like fifty-five-ish. Big, big, heavy guy. Great point from Shifty Shortcake. McDonald's is the perfect pre-gig meal. Quick, cheap, and not so filling that you can't drink beer after. I'm not really much of a beer drinker, but exactly that. It's not like you could certainly order enough to get a food coma, but I feel if you just get a burger and some fries. You were telling me earlier that that's what you do before BJJ classes. You get a nice McChicken and a large fries. No. Found that real quick. No, no way. I go on an empty stomach. I, I once ate a breakfast very early on <laughs> no, in BJJ, no. right before you became class, a brown belt. It did not. It did not <laughs> no, it did. It didn't go come out that way. It came out the through <laughs> through the mouth. Oh. I, uh, I, I puked at the end of my class because it was working. so intense. Uh, so I, I go in with mostly an empty stomach. At most, I'll eat a banana uh, if I wake up early enough. But if it's like within an hour, I will not eat anything before my class i'll just drink a lot of water and funny enough uh our, our coach mentioned that like you can in fact drink too much water because somebody chugged like i forget how much he said but a lot of water and then got like somebody landed on his stomach oh, and he no. had to run out and puke all that water oh. that he chugged so this he didn't piss himself yeah um, I want to mention our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP Alivecast. We have a great bonus episode right now. Every month you get two bonus episodes. 
and you get access to our entire archive of like over two years of bonus episodes with watch alongs, listen alongs, roundtable discussions about movies. We do, we watched documentaries like the black metal documentary until the light takes us. Uh, we watched, I believe the third, uh, what's her name? Decline of Western civilization. What's her name? Pen- Penelope Spheris was the person I was thinking. Um, and, and a ton of other stuff. And the new episode right now is we listen through St. Anger. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary of St. Anger last month now, June 3rd, I believe it came out. Uh, and so we went back to see if it still sucks. It does, but not as much as we assumed. There were things we liked about it. So you could hear us say very few positive things and very many bad things. Uh, about uh, this album. So go to patreon.com slash RIP Alivecast to hear that. Here is this, uh, you found the Starbucks rant, I see. Dorinsky. I just want to say it's very compressed, the video. So it's like kind of hard to see what the good, it's, yeah. I think, I think, oh, yes. This guy. The kid from Brooklyn. Hey, the big man's back. www.thekidfrombrooklyn.com. You know, the <laughs> big man got up this morning. You know, I felt like having a hot cup of coffee and a piece of pound cake, you know. Over here in New Jersey, I wound up in one of them Starbucks, you know. I knew the joint wasn't right as soon as I walked in, you know. I seen people sitting on couches, lounge chairs, whatever they <laughs> were true. fucking drinking. They looked like fucking ice cream sodas, you know. And, Fucking mounds of fucking whipped cream and fucking all kinds of shit out there. And finally, I get up to the girl. She says, You want an El Grande? You want a chocolate lotto, Carmelo, Lotto, Cherry Light? I say, Listen, honey, I don't know what kind of fucking place is. I just want a large fucking coffee and a fresh piece of fucking pound cake, you know? She says, That's $7. Plus, she had the fucking balls to have a fucking tip cup over there. She expect me to give her a fucking tip. I said, seven fucking dollars for a fucking coffee and a fucking pound cake fucking stick. I went right around the corner of the fucking pancake house. I take it off to my mother. I got the fucking breakfast special. Two eggs over, home fries, bacon, sausage, two pancakes, all the coffee you can drink. They threw in a fucking shot of OJ, and for an extra bucket of hat, they gave me a fucking cheese danish. I walked out of there fucking stuffed. Cost me eight and a quarter for the whole fucking ball of wax. I couldn't eat the rest of the fucking day. What's a fucking working man supposed to do? You go to one of them fucking Starbucks. The poor working guy. What do they fucking think they're serving over there? Fucking liquid gold, a fucking cup of coffee, and a piece of pound cake, $7? Stick it up your ass, fucking Starbucks. What about the fucking working man? Anyway, think about it. This is the old big man. <laughs> www.com. The kid from Brooklyn, that guy, and the big... Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. Stick it up your ass! Hey, I want to get some rants about bathhouses and the Mortadelle that they serve being overpriced. Hey, put the fucking Mortadelle out there! <laughs> I don't know, some guy wrapped it around his cock! I don't know what the fuck! Stick it up your ass! Well, sticking up your ass takes a whole other meeting when you're at the bathhouse. <laughs> you probably already did that. Anyway, there's the kid from Brooklyn.com.
sadly, the kid from Brooklyn.com, big time. The kid from Brooklyn.com is no longer active. Sadly, he's no well, you said he's alive. dead. He's, he passed away several years. Literally. Ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember someone was. I think I subscribed to that channel just because it was so funny. And there was at some point a memorial, like somebody, whoever ran the account posted, you know, this guy died and he passed away. Sadly, there was like a short video mentioning that he passed away. If I'm remembering correctly, of course, that's always questionable. Let's talk about our Spotify playlist. Oh, wait, Rob, didn't we get an email? Oh, we did get an email. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me. We actually got two emails. Uh, One we got from Brandon. Let's call him just Brandon. We're not going to give his full email address. Uh, hey, Livecast. It's Brandon in BFE Dwight, Nebraska. Uh, right. uh, yes, another person besides Guillermo, uh, however you spell it. <laughs> uh, listened for a long time, but never wanted to call in because of Sid. I have listened to episodes one to 500 a total of four times now. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, I listen to new ones when they come out when I have the time. I like that, like, is episodes 1 to 500, like, how people are like, I only watch season 1 to 10 of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I remember back when I first listened, my first impression was, wow, this Sid guy is a total douche. (laughs) And after I listened for a little bit, Sid became my all-time favorite, and he still is. I do have a dream I had from about four years ago that I still have saved, so I'm just going to copy and paste it. Hope you guys enjoy. So here's a dream that Brandon in Nebraska had about us. Oh, boy. (laughs) So I was walking around in Russia. I don't know why. And I was looking for a telephone, and I hear someone say, (laughs) Fuck the telephone! In the (laughs) chic voice. And I respond with, of course! The way Shlomo would say it. And he tilted his head, and he asked, metal ejection? And I was like, fuck yeah! I thought I would never met a person that listened to it. More so randomly in Russia. Still don't know what I was doing there. Then after that, we walked around talking about the live cast, and I told him about how I messaged Rob on Facebook before some links about a live Judd Judd concert, and he was so starstruck, like, oh my God, you talked to Robert Pospati? <laughs> like he was this big celeb, LOL. Hey! <laughs> and after that, I woke up. Thank God, because I think he wanted to fuck me. Oh. What? <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that one. Well, uh, thanks for that email, Brandon. That was lovely. And I like how the, he listens to one to five hundred over and over before listening to the new shows. I don't know. How to take that. But thank you for being a loyal. Uh, we, we we did also get an email from Israeli guy who noted that apparently I don't know every Jewish person with the smiley face emoji. He said he's never heard of the comedian Modi. Last week we were talking about the Jewish comedian Modi. Join the club. I went to see him. I've never heard. Uh, of he said, but anyway, Modi is short for Mordechai. Oh. So I can imagine why he's using the short form of his name, Mordechai. I always hear the the people like in and around here when the person's Mordechai, they call him Morty, M O R D I. I never heard Modi. Maybe it's an Israeli thing because the people around here are are like Sephardic and Ashkenazi Jews. So maybe it's an Israeli cultural thing. He's also Israeli. What do you mean? Mo- that's what I'm saying. Modi. That's, that's oh. why maybe oh, Modi okay. says Modi and not Morty. Hmm. But he's, he's Sephardic, though. You said the people around you are Sephardic. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe that was the wrong. Maybe it's an uh, Israeli versus American thing, I should say. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, let's go to our Spotify playlist. Each week, we each pick a song, and we throw it on the playlist. The playlist is now over 35 hours long with over 500 songs. Just search RAPL Livecast Music Break on Spotify. Hit that shuffle button. You'll get a nice hodgepodge of all different types of music. Uh, I picked Radiohead, High and Dry from The Benz. Uh, YouTube has been... Uh, algorithmically feeding me old episodes of 120 minutes huh. and their episodes that I never saw because I didn't have cable at the time. And uh, this one episode was from like 95 and it just had live performances in studio. Uh, and the first one was um, it was Radiohead and they were performing just from the best. Oh, my favorite. Oh, so good. That the best video, video is, the best yeah. music video. And uh, it just reminded me how much I loved that song, and I haven't listened to it in a while. And then I went back and listened to the entire album, The Bends, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And uh, I picked High and Dry because it really just stuck out to me. Besides having an incredible hook, the lyrics are so fucking great. Uh, and uh, the whole album is really good. Give it a listen. But So I picked High and Dry. My pick. Sid, what did you pick? Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, Rick Froberg passed away. He was in the bands Drive Like Jehu, Hot Snakes, Obits. I picked a song from Hot Snakes called Automatic Midnight. It's a pretty great song. He had a pretty distinct voice, and he will be missed. Darren? Darinsky. Uh, well, the song I was going to pick of turn out to not be on Spotify. I wanted to, I after f uh, 40 years after the fact, I learned. Uh, completely oblivious to the fact that the song uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper it was a cover song. Really? Uh, written by a man and performed by a man. And it's true. Oh, I had and no I idea. found it on YouTube. His name is Robert Hazard. It, was, it came out in 1979. And it's a pure cover song. Not written by her in any way. Wow. Yeah. I know. That was my reaction too. <laughs> so and it's even like performed similarly? It's like or a more... I would say it's oh no, it's a different style completely. It's sort of like okay. um, like sort of the seventies alternative style of music. I feel like college rock ish, or maybe like um, I don't know how to put it. I don't maybe if you want to listen to a few seconds of it, maybe you can come up with a better description. But it's it's more ironic and it's definitely not tailored to pop radio like Cindy Lauper's version is at all. It's not like a poppy song. Uh, so I, I went, I ran to get that to play it on the show, and it just was not available on Spotify. So huh. I instead just took the last uh, song that I had listened to, which was uh, "Human Fly" by the Cramps, which I know is a great choice as well. And yeah, that's my story. But definitely check out that uh, that uh, that whole story. It's a very interesting story. I started googling, went down a rabbit hole, uh, and also check out the Cramps because Cramps are yeah. great. Facts. I'm sorry that my whole backstory was not about the song that I picked, but <laughs> it is de deserving of But what can you really say about the cramps? They're just really good, and everyone yeah. knows them. I'm not going to add anything to their oeuvre or their biography, so just listen to them. They're fantastic. And Second I want to mention our top live cast fans of the week. Of course, if you join our Patreon, uh, our regular membership fee is $5 a month, and we appreciate all the support. And if you want to Throw us a few extra bones if you love what you hear. If you've listened to 500 episodes four times and we've given you all this free content and you want to give something back, we appreciate that as well. And to be a top live cast fan, it's 10 bucks and you get a shout out 
at the end of the show, which is right now, and uh, how should we do it? Uh, do you want to be that guy from the bathhouse complaining about how all these people tried to cancel him? Mm. Uh, uh, all right, I guess, I mean, like, what what else are we doing here, folks, right? <laughs> uh, let's go, so... Yeah, I was I, I was talking to Eric and I I called him a he, but he was like, "Whoa!" Oh, he had to call he had to call the uh, the office, and then Benjamin and Dan R come up, and I'm like, "What's up, my n words?" And they were like, "Whoa, you can't say that!" And then Sam I am and Mindy Mayer's kippa came in, and I said, "Take off that kippa, not in here." You know, we don't need to wear those kippas. You know, they don't really do anything. You know, they don't really help. So then, <laughs> then they 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 sent That's me to a different sh- story. You're just commashing like up. You're weaving it in. This yeah. is great. <laughs> so then they sent me to Shasur Sasusits, and I went to this guy Hugo, who tells me he likes tacos, and I'm like, tacos. I talked to Bill Maher, and he told me that tacos belong in Mexico, and we're in America here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm Drinking the Lando Danks and washing it down with a little LaCroix. And then I tell Corey and Scotty H, why don't you ever say dirty words? And they tell me, I go talk to Doug Pigman. And I'm like, that's not nice. You shouldn't call a pig a man. Okay? <laughs> don't do that. And uh, instead, call Douglas Huey U. Levison the N-word. That's much better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, uh, and then uh, call, hey, guys, it's Josh, a little soft. You know what I'm saying? All right, I got to go take another schwitz. Oh. <laughs> That's the show, folks. That's what your $10 gets you. Thank you for <laughs> listening in. And, uh, well, I would have paid $10 for that. Yeah, and, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.